0: This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Milky, the dungeon master from space. And I'm with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, the lost astronaut. Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, intergalactic radio host. John Cayley. Nivet Spozu, the eccentric wizard. And Tyrell Nye.
1: Heavy Arms Oliver, the human wrecking
0: ball. In our last episode, the crew rested after their unsuccessful attempt at shutting down the clearance yard's Farmer Corps office. Carl spoke with a strange, childlike entity on his radio show. Zaldwin heard from his parents. And the crew bought weapons for their ships. Relations between the Ancients' Alliance and the Terran Command tensed as the Terran Command created a blockade around the AA-claimed mining colony of Hadria, and the Pope announced his retirement from the church. We last left our heroes arriving at the Sojourn, the cryogenic arc meant to help mortals survive the darkness after a long journey. Okay, so we're picking up pretty much immediately. You guys are still in the Hawk. Uh, You have just um, come into view of this massive, just bigger than any man-made object you've ever seen. This massive ship that is lumbering forward and as you arrive, you are hailed from the station.
2: Hello. Greetings there. How's it going? Hey there, Hawk.
0: Is this your first visit to the Sojourn? Uh, yeah. Where do we want to park? Uh, well, are you just visiting or are you seeking residence? Uh, we're here
2: to visit someone.
0: Okay. Well, uh, visitation is uh, slightly delayed due to some routine maintenance right now. Um, you'll need to check in at the district management offices, but we'll have you dock in Lodge 18 for now. Does that sound all right? Yes, that sounds great. All right. Thank you. Make sure you dress warm, okay? Uh, Okay. Is it pretty cold on, on board? It's very cold. It, the whole ship is cold. That's our thing. It's a cold ship.
2: Okay. Will do. <laughs> uh, Oliver, you get any warm clothes?
1: No, I don't travel with a suitcase full of warm clothes normally.
2: We'll have to replicate you something. Yeah,
1: make sure it's a vest. I don't need sleeves.
2: One of those big puffy vests, then?
1: Yeah, like those boy bands back on Paradise used to wear.
0: So, I mean, the sojourn is cold. I mean, this is millions of people frozen on this ship. I mean, it is. The whole ship is cold. And it's very much so. So I'm kind of curious, your characters, you've described them before, but now let's, let's get a, a view of them in their winter attire, so to speak. Oliver who already wears combat boots and pants normally,
1: but he's usually pretty shirtless on the top half with his massive mechanical arms, getting in the way of most clothing. Um, With uh, some replication help from Mr. Carl Goss, he is now in a... Puffy, sleeveless vested coat with a scarf around and a hat sat neatly between his two black horns that are on top of his head, doing a whole lot of nothing except looking cool.
3: Uh, Zaldwin, uh pulls a like rip cord on his oasis cloak and it kind of like inflates a little bit. And there's like wires on the inside that like start to glow. And uh, he reaches back and pulls out this hood, and it's a little bit of a, a lipped like parka hood that comes up over and much like Oliver's makes room for his tiefling horns. Um, And it just kind of goes and like inflates a little and like keeps them all nice and toasty.
2: Um, I imagine that Carl has like uh, some, you know, high top shoes on now instead of like, you know, some van type shoes and he's, you know, he pulls his hood up over his head and like tightens it super tight. Kenny style. And you can just see his little Jordy visor sticking out of the front. But he still has shorts on as he's walking out the door.
3: Yeah, like every kid that I hung out with in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> high cats? tops and shorts in the winter.
4: Uh Nivitz wears what seems more like a trench coat, like an old fashioned, like heavy duty trench coat with like some furry, like protection around the hood that he just pulls up and on the back is this emblem of a three-legged chicken three-legged rooster to be more precise
0: yeah no we're we're going with that i cut it all out of the last episode so i'm glad oh, i have to uh, cut that out too.
4: what but
0: it, it it's perfect <laughs> um i'm just gonna leave that actually and then people can ask as you guys dock you see i mean this place is impeccably kept the ceilings are extremely high so i mean these are 200 foot high ceilings, right? And they're beautifully decorated. Um, you exit the Hawk and you see that there are, are campfires everywhere. There are uh, merchants around the gate selling, you know, little trinkets, but there is uh, people just serving hot chocolate just for free, just handing it out. There's people singing like merry, festive style songs. There's people... Roasting marshmallows over some of the various campfires that are uh, lit along the way, and there's lots of people kind of stopping and they're posing and taking photos. Um, Carl, uh, actually, everyone, give me a history check. See how much you know about the sojourn. I rolled a uh... That is a line. Hmm,
4: what do you guys want to know about the sojourn?
0: So Pippin's been here. <laughs> uh, that's a crit on Pippin for twenty-eight. And skill checks can crit at my table. So don't at me. Um, So this place, Carl, specifically, I think would make you gag a little bit. Like, it is super gentrified. It's super touristy. The whole thing, I want to set this stage before you guys start walking the streets. This is like if Amazon got a spaceship 100 years from now. So the Sojourn itself is run every one of these floors. So you're in Lodge eighteen, but there are hundreds of lodges. and these whole uh, decks of the ship are micro economies. Like people live here. they They live their whole lives here. and they work here. They work to maintain the ship. They might just work to maintain the tourism, But people come and visit, they stay in the hotels, they walk the park, they go to the the adventure zone. Uh, there's whole economies. That are happening on the lower levels of this ship and the people that work here they work here for essentially the sojourn's own currency they're called s bucks right so they don't translate to credits super well um and people that work here they'll have their lodging and their food uh and their needs and their health care all paid for by the sojourn but they'll wind up going into debt so there are people that have been working here for second third generations and they're still paying off their you know grandparents debt just by working on the day-to-day so it's it looks great on the outside and like jaden's having a time right he's drinking the hot chocolate and maybe Zelda in his too he's everyone's having a good time everything's great but you know that this is a like consumerist mess carl and Pippin, uh, uh, Nivets just for the, just for posterity anyone listening to this show I've been calling Nivets Pippin for so long <laughs> his name's John uh, his in-game handle is Pippin I say Pippin, it's so out of habit I just apologize if I ever say Pippin, I mean Nivets anyways, this place is a, um, just a corporate owned tourist trap essentially, is how I want to describe this. It's beautiful, though. And there's roasted marshmallows and s'mores and hot chocolate. Would anyone like some hot chocolate? I I imagine this is,
3: like, the closest to the oasis that Zaldwin has seen since he's left, right? But only because it appears that way, Um, like you said, from the outside. So he's running around. He's, like, you know, partaking in... Uh, like, s'mores with Jaden and, like, you know, throws his, his baby's first snowball and,
0: like, all that jazz. Give me an attack roll on the snowball. I want to see if you can get a fight started here. Hell yeah. Uh, that would be a
3: four plus four because of my decks. So that's an eight.
0: You whiff, and Jaden awesome. lands you straight in the face and everyone starts to pick up snowballs and the carolers... Oh, it's you, there. <laughs> <laughs> we've leveled up, guys, by the way. Um, every, the carolers, carolers all change to a more upbeat song and you see everyone kind of breaking into this folly and playing around. Uh, there is a sign, um, kind of like in an old shopping mall, there's like a sign. Um, <clears throat> and I've shown my players the sign. But you see the general layout of the lodge. Um, you are in the port right now, and you were instructed to go to the uh, district management offices. But this is a um, but this is a well filled out area. There is um, lots to do. There's a inn called the Hearth. There's the gondola, which is a very large, very ornate elevator that goes the full length of the ship all the way up to the penthouse where Vanwell Moonshade lives, the CEO of the Sojourn. Um, there's parks, there's a frozen fun land with snowboarding and skiing and all sorts of fun stuff. And there's even a beautiful promenade with just perfect for, you know, weddings, engagements, photos, anything like that that runs the entire. Uh, front of the ship. So Carl looks at the sign
2: and says, oh, we are here, and touches the sign. When he does so, he magically tinkers it. He places a little Carl sticker on it, on the bottom left corner, and it makes it smell terrible. Kinda like poop, but kinda worse. They can smell it from ten feet away.
3: Alright,
2: this... C- Carl, do we need to go back to the ship? I mean... You you seem to have messed yourself. Oh, that wasn't me. I think you're smelling the corporate bullshit.
0: Perfect. The sign now smells terribly. Are you trying to be subtle about that, Carl?
2: Yeah, I do it kind of like when I point at the sign to be like, oh, we are here and we need to go over here. And,
0: oh, what's this down here? (laughs) Just give me a sleight of hand. Oh, sure. Of course. I was waiting for that check. (laughs) I rolled a 12. That's good enough. That's good enough. Alright, the uh, st- The statement has been made. And where are you guys off to? Well, I suppose we're Jaden's going to try to find Jaden's mom.
3: She's got it going on. That's all I Jayden. want. <laughs> waited so long. Jaden, you see? Those, so journals had... no, those
0: journals are just for me. No, those
4: journals are just for me.
0: So they had asked you to check in at the district management offices because they claimed to be down for maintenance. Um and those are going to be on the north side near the promenade and you will pass the hearth which is the inn as you guys walk by that you just see this beautiful just massive log cabin castle and it's gorgeous there's like snow everywhere and there's you know kids playing in the front and you just see through the windows you see this massive fireplace um you continue down and you're going to, com- you're going to pass by the uh, park, which is going to be a variety of forested areas. There'll be people out walking their pets. Uh, very, uh, tends to be more rich, you know, more opulence as you pass through here. Uh, you'll pass the mall, which is uh, essentially the small business sector of the Sojourn. As I mentioned, these are all little economies. So there are little creators here. Um, You guys would see, you know, trinkets and carvings and toys and candies and, you know, cured meats and just all sorts of, like, artisanal products, um, just lines of stalls through the mall. You'll walk by the church, Uh, you'll walk by uh, the marketplace, which is the more traditional, you know, food, uh, seasonings, fish, things like that, and then you will arrive at the district management offices. Which uh, looks to be a large um, complex of office buildings. As you walk in uh, towards the lobby, you hear shouting. Um, you so you kind of you, you walk in the door. The little bell jingles. All my doors have little bells that jingle. It's just going to be how it works here. And as you're in as you're in the lobby, you hear a man shouting. You don't ever fucking listen to shit. Frankie, and this time it's caught up to you. And you hear a response. Fuck you, chief. You're back. No, fuck you, Frankie. Badge and gun and get the fuck out of my office. You're fired. You hear a bunch of commotion and slamming and stuff moving around. And then uh, to your right, you see a door slam open. And a a human woman walks out. And she's got uh, this long trench coat with, like, uh, fur lining all of it and she's got a fedora on and she storms out of the office and just shouting expletives back and just immediately lights up a cigarette just right there in the lobby looks you guys up and down where the fuck are you guys from
3: hi i'm zeldwin uh i am from space uh and Zaldwin, like goes to shake who he assumes is frankie's
0: hand She kind of looks you up and down a little bit and uh, taps her cigarette and just kind of ignores it and be like, this fucking, this fucking place just fucking eats you alive. You know what I mean?
3: It's okay. Here, let me show you. I had trouble trying to figure it out, too. Uh, And I, like, take her by the wrist and, like, put her hand in mine and, like,
0: shake it. She just kind of (laughs) stares slowly and... Uh, takes a drag of her cigarette and steps aside and just be like, well, pardon my interruption, you can be about your business. See, th- th- that's how you shake a hand. You're a natural. Look at you.
3: I know how to shake hands. Oh, I, I, I thought you didn't know how to because I tried shaking your hand and I don't you know looked at you. me funny. Well, I I told you I'm Zelda, win, Hi, and Zelda. I'm assuming you're Zelda Frankie? She's
0: I'm having a very bad day, Zalduin. Well hi having a very bad day, Zalduin. Why are you having such a bad day? Oh boy. She just yeah, uh would... she shakes her head and uh pushes past you a little bit, slams open the door to the district management offices and uh you see her just kinda sitting in the in the in the little alleyway there smoking her cigarette.
2: maybe she doesn't know how to shut doors quietly. I don't think she cares too much. I think she just lost her job or something.
4: Yeah, I thought it was all rainbow sprinkles and bubblegum in this place. Well, you you're you're very wrong about that. This place is uh, a lot more cutthroat than you guys imagine.
0: So the uh the actual like lobby area is vacated right now, but there's one of those little like bells on the desk.
3: Zeldawin just... frantically dings the bell.
0: How many times do you ding the bell? Uh let's see. Until Oliver crushes it. the
4: bell. I was going to try to
0: slide seven a pantone away <laughs> before he
3: <laughs> dinged it after four. It's, seven isn't a lot of dings. I feel like uh, that's a most Karens p- p- ring at about 20. <laughs> it's not quite crazy
0: yet. You hear from the office uh, that Frankie just stormed out of. You just hear, What the fuck do you want? Uh, the uh,
3: person on well, the intercom we- told us. Yeah.
0: I mean, you guys are just standing in the lobby. He's in his office shouting out at you. I yell back in there. What
3: the fuck do you want? The lady on the intercom. In the the words. Maybe it's just lots of fuck here.
0: Uh, You see a man, he shows his face from the office, and, I mean, he's just, like, your traditional, like, police chief from, like, an 80s movie, because that's as descriptive as I'm going to get with him. Uh, I mean, just... Selleck mustache. Yeah, egg. massive mustache, just a permanent cigar half smoked that he's just not even touching with his hand. He's just chewing around, you know, dirty button-up shirt. And he sees you guys, he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were uh didn't know you were tourists. Uh come come on in, come on into my office." And he leads you into his little office. He's got a he's got a little Jean-Paul bobblehead on his desk. And a variety of papers, and you can see um, it looks messy. uh It doesn't take much to spot the you know bottle of whiskey kind of half tucked away in a drawer off to the side so so, so uh welcome to Lodge eighteen. Uh, how can I help you folks? Uh, we had to check in over here. Uh, the lady
3: on the internet call said we had to uh, you know talk to somebody over here.
0: Yeah, are you trying to trying to get into the, the chambers? Uh we're here
2: oh. to visit this guy's mom point. Jaden
0: waves. Like, yeah, well <laughs> look, it's uh it's down for maintenance right now. You know, it's a it's a big ship. We're not really allowed to have any visitors. But if you guys want to leave your contact information, I oh. can definitely get back with you. This guy we're
2: getting ready to go on a crazy trip to God knows where, hell and back. We came all this way to visit Jaden's mom. And now you're not even going to let us in there.
0: It's not me, man. It, you got to understand. It's not. It's not me. The, the 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 people from above. They send the rules down. I'm just trying to keep my lodge safe. And I understand why you're here, but there's there's well, just nothing I can do.
3: What's what's your name,
0: sir, officer? Hello. He is gaining a name. Has a name. I just damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use one of my table names. He's not a name? What's wrong with me? Uh, 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 Clifford, Chief Clifford, well, Chief Clifford. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Chief Clifford. Well, it's good to meet you. I'm the uh, I'm the chief of Lodge 18. I keep the peace here. His name's Clifford. Why would
2: they tell us to park here if we can't get
0: access? Oh. I mean uh look your your boy there he he points to Jaden he's like i mean he'll he'll have a great time. you can head on over to Frozone funland we've got we've got the mall, we've got the market there's an arcade. Did you know there's an it, arcade? Can she come out here
2: to hang out with us at the arcade? Uh, is your mom frozen? Oh Jaden is your mom's frozen right Jaden not yeah yeah she's she's been frozen for like eight so, years, so she can't come out and unfreeze. Well, I've never
4: hung out with a popsicle before. It would be very interesting.
0: Yeah, that's not how it works <laughs> at all. Hmm. She's uh she's she's packed away for a trip and you don't you don't freeze twice. If you're gonna come out from the cryogenics you ain't going back.
2: Well now's a great time, you know. She's not gonna be able to see him again for a long time.
0: Well, I mean people that buy tickets on the sojourn, I mean they're planning to be here for a couple couple millennia, you know.
2: Wait, so so you're you weren't gonna ever see your mom again, Jaden?
0: I mean, this feels like a weird time to get into it, but we were never really that close. Oh wow. Well I yeah,
2: guess sometimes. you hear that. We're just gonna go over to the the casino and arcade and have some fun.
0: Okay. Yeah, I will uh I, how, I'll absolutely notify you as soon as, you know, visitation has been re do
2: you
3: know what
0: happened? Like what went wrong? It it needs maintenance. Oh man, that's I way mean, above. When the I rate imagine rate. maintenance of frozen what? It's way above my pay grade. That's fine. It's far above my pay grade. I, it's just, it's a big ship, lots of pods, lots of floors.
1: There's no way we can expedite this thing. We really don't like waiting around.
0: Real persuasion.
1: Oh God, of course. Oliver's winning personality. Oh, I don't have a bad persuasion. I have a really great persuasion, actually, 23.
0: He leans back in his chair and that half smoldering cigar rolls to the other side of his mouth. And he's like, what, uh, what exactly are you offering there? My large armed friend.
1: Well, if it wasn't obvious, I'm really good at one thing. My friends on the other hand could do any of that light stuff that you want because I can't do that. But if you want somebody or something broken, I can make
0: that happen. He roll insight. Everyone roll insight for me. I'm going to put this to a DC 15. Uh, zeldwin rolled a 15 carl you say that, that and he's he's just like oh and uh carl and sotherwin i would say he looks a little disappointed is what i'll give you with a 15 he's like oh right yeah i i didn't mean to send you the wrong signal there uh, it, it, there's not there's nothing i can do for uh visitations right now
2: what i think uh he was looking for some sort of uh I don't want to say the B word, but you know, some, he was looking for some credits. Was well, that what to you're describing? Yeah, I think so.
3: Oh, thank I mean. God you said it because I only heard one B word from Nivets and <laughs> I was real confused.
1: <laughs> Look, man, well, if you're hard up. We can help you out. I mean, I know some people fall on hard times. I thought all the shiny shit around here everybody was pouring out credits but uh we don't have your mickey mouse oh crap i can't say that
0: (laughs) what's mickey mouse we
1: we don't have like any of your play money or whatever you have on this
3: thing your ricky rat bucks (laughs) your ricky
2: Oh, boy. Oh, man. i fucking like the Ricky rat. rat. Ricky. Now, Ricky Rat is pretty cool. We can all agree on that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Do you have a Ricky Rat area here on the Sojourn that we
0: can. He, uh, he pulls out a desk and puts out another bobblehead next to his uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ricky Rat bobblehead. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, next to his uh, Jean Paul bobblehead. Man, I I always am a little nervous to show this thing. I've loved him since I was a kid, but yeah. Look at these little things. Hey, I
3: hey, You ever see these things? Look at them. And uh, Zaldun's gonna take both of them in his hand and just like sh- shake them like macarinas, <laughs> or not macarinas. What the what the fuck word am I thinking of? Maracas. 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 Sorry, Yay, I'm... Shaking them like Hi. macarinas, guys. Shake them like a <laughs> macarena. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but no, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can come to an agreement, whatever it is you need.
4: Oh, is that those
3: might I be convenient. I mean, Please put them persuasion
0: down. Persuasion with disadvantage, since you already kind of flubbed the last one. To be fair, when someone's like, What are you offering me? And then you're My like, My big oh, arms, man. It's like, What I you can think punch these things, things are made out of
1: coins? think these things are made out of coins.
0: They're not. I will uh, check in with the uh, DM gods that make me be fair. Let them know that I was not. Um, 16 on my persuasion. He's like, yeah, I, uh, you know, obviously, I if we're gonna dance, I can't really lead, if you know what I mean. But I'm listening. Oh, you're
3: you're looking for dance lessons?
1: Oliver just elbows, kind of like,
3: give him, give him, give him some money. Give him I'm gonna job. write a, a number down on a piece of paper here. <laughs> Okay, uh, hey, Clifford,
2: watch my feet. It goes
3: one, two, three, one, two, three. It, okay,
2: it, ignore it. His
0: your hands. Feet. I write down it, a right. thousand Zal-
2: on a piece of paper.
4: Zaladwin, okay. Zaldwin, you look ridiculous trying to dance when you're holding those bobbleheads in your hands. Just...
3: Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> can I, I slam my... them down on the desk.
0: <laughs> yeah, can I have my bottom? we Ricky Rat back, please. <laughs> hey, you, you don't have one of them back there that looks like me, do you? No, but I know a guy. He makes bubble in the mall. Really? <laughs> He's oh, hell yeah. yeah. He's a... a uh, in regards to the uh, paperwork that you've completed there, my visored friend, uh, you know, two of those, I could probably expedite things a little bit. I uh, look
2: over at Oliver and Zaldwin, I'm like, does our treasure hold that much? For uh, the
0: listeners at home, Carl wrote down a thousand credits.
1: So how much money do we have?
0: I kind of look at you
2: guys back and forth and nod. I think, I think we can make that happen. Uh,
0: well, uh, I mean, I, uh, you know, for me to create this new bobblehead that you guys are looking for, um, uh, you know, personal project need to do it off the clock, obviously. Um, oh, sure. So he, uh, pulls his tablet out and he slides it across the table and he says uh why don't we uh make it official and i'll meet you guys at the the hearth uh, tomorrow is probably the earliest that can make it happen all now, right that's did,
3: great
0: hold hold on wait yep. wait we're you're
3: giving us a bobblehead right we're giving you money for for the bobblehead later how do we know you're not going to pull out of this sweet bobblehead deal?
1: What? Because I will turn him into pink mush on this wall if he backs out of this deal.
0: The gentleman with the large arms has uh, threatened my life. Roll. Oh, um, um, roll. Everyone can roll a insight check on that. Oh, I got it. <laughs> we are all amazing on these rolls. I would like yeah, you to RP roll. it. RP it as if you all believe that he is an honest man. Please role play appropriately. All
3: right. Well, deal's a deal then. Um, I didn't know that we were extorting people for bobbleheads, but okay. All right. I guess this is the path we're on. <laughs> is
4: there <laughs>
1: another way to do it?
0: <laughs> How much did you transfer to him? I, it looks like $2,000. I thought
4: it was uh-huh. nothing. He
0: I said it was the
1: offer. We were haggling. Oh,
3: I
0: yeah, or two. Sorry, he. uh,
3: Oh, we agreed with two thousand. Okay, all right. I didn't.
0: So that you guys know, I mean, an average person, this is a is a lot of money, right? So, just for the record.
1: So, for the Uh, record, you better make it worth our while, or
0: yeah, he he looks and he I I, he he just salutes you and pulls out some paperwork and starts drawing lines. And I'll uh, I'll meet you at the hurt tomorrow, fellas.
4: Well, I guess we'll meet you there, then. Nivens will then kind of grab the back of Zaldwin's uh, coat and starts to pull him outside the door before he asks about more I Hold on. You don't need to. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Zaldwin. No, no, no. We're leaving. All right.
0: All right. Fine. 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 Uh, Frankie is outside in the snow. In her awesome fedora and her long trench coat. And she still, she looks like it's a new cigarette, but she's still smoking. And um, she looks up as you guys walk out. She says, uh, still down for maintenance, I assume?
1: No, it's going to be all fixed up tomorrow.
0: Oh. Mr. Oliver. How'd you you manage that one? We bought a really expensive bobblehead. Yeah, well, you You gave money to that man in there.
3: No,
1: we bought we requisitioned a bobblehead. It was for, yes. Uh
0: you should probably know that the uh this maintenance and she does big air quotes has been going on for about twelve years now. So if you think you're getting in anywhere, you're not.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean he'll just be dead tomorrow then, so no big deal.
0: What are you in for?
1: Wanna meet someone's mom. Well <laughs> visit her mom. <laughs> I have a negative one intelligence. That and that response is uh,
0: (laughs) she just just (laughs) dead eye looks away from Oliver (laughs) and looks at at Carl and says, So, what are you in for? Uh,
2: well, I. you mean the the figure that we owe that man that we paid him to
1: us? Gonna make
2: it nice. It was substantial, it was probably too much. I never said I was the best at uh
0: haggling, but deliver. I, uh, I've given you guys a look over and I can tell you're from out of town. I just, how could you tell? I don't know what those designs on your shirt are, but I've never seen a pattern like that. Uh, he's got the biggest arms I've ever seen. self-conscious about that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I, I kind of, I I don't know what you're in with Clifford for, but it it ain't going to work. I'm telling you. There have been people in and out of this office for years. Since I've known Lodge 18, no one has ever gotten in for a visitation. And there's something going on. And that man, that piece of shit in there, is going to let an innocent get murdered and let the culprit walk away from this. And if you want any real help getting in to the upper levels, it's not going to be through him. Is it you? Maybe.
1: How
4: do I help you help me? Get what we need. Now, hold on a second. What? Back up a sec. Did you say murder?
0: Yeah. She did. I did
4: Well, I just, just didn't want to glance murder. over that part of this arrangement have, she's proposing. That,
0: that fat it. smoldering piece of shit in there is going to let one of ours get killed in broad daylight with no repercussions. And they're going to blame it? Uh, she looks like She was all done. Oh, sorry.
3: I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I'm just like, Really curious as to like why you know this. I mean, by by saying one of ours, do you mean one of the citizens here, or do you mean someone on on the force? And then by you know like who's the innocence, who's the perpetrator? Who you you gotta be a little bit more specific for me. I we're new here, and I'm just not tracking who's getting killed by who. I I don't
0: I don't know who killed Savannah, but I know who didn't kill her. Okay, I don't know who Savannah is either. <laughs> Please, she, give she me waved, something here. She waves her hand and she's like, "We're we're started off. We're started off all wrong. We're started off all wrong. Look, this is my flat's address, and she shows you. Uh, it's just a, a number where she would live, and it would be in the housing district. So basically, the people that work here, where they live. Um, and she's like, I, I need some outside help if I'm going to get this busted open y'all do y'all do whatever you want if you gave any money to that fat piece of shit in there i'd recommend you go get it back and if you're not going to do that then you come find me when he skipped town and we'll figure this out i can get you in to the upper levels but if i'm gonna help you you gotta help me i can't do this by myself i've lost i've lost my access i've lost my gun. I've lost my badge. Damn. Yes, damn. And look, I don't know what it is about the aura of you guys. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the the innocent guy who just talked to me about bobbleheads that I don't understand. And I don't know if it's the little gnome that looks like he's tilted 13 degrees north. But if you all want to get something done, I will get you into the upper levels. But you gotta help me first. And she hands you just it's just a little piece of paper with a inked address that you'd be able to translate into her flat in the in the housing district. Man, Ooh. I like
1: her pitch way better, boss. Can I go knock that dude out and get our money back?
2: Uh Zaldan, did he already withdraw from her account? So uh it, check my TCU. Can, can I see quick?
3: if like the transaction is pending or not? Can I cancel cancel my my it's done
0: yeah no it's instant this is a libertarian type monetary system, so there's no protections for the consumer, but you can absolutely walk back in, but as far as the money itself that's that's gone mm-hmm. I, I think I got a little bit of a plan
4: here well what what what's your plan uh that dude's not
2: gonna how hit. fa- how fast are we uh i mean i I can move about thirty feet. About 30
1: feet every six seconds or so.
3: All right. That that seems really fast. So, uh, do y'all trust me,
4: maybe? Not, like, but, well, <laughs> can, can, can you give us a more of a idea of what you're about to do? I, see, I can, I can just do a little, like, hey, I've, you know, I transferred
3: from the wrong account. Here, let's, let's readjust this. Let's fix it. And then, I get our money back, and then we just run. Hmm.
2: I like it.
0: Thomas from James. I mean, what's America. he going to say?
3: That they, they bribed me and they took their money back? I mean, what are they going to do?
0: That's uh, the risk of running in the black market.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, okay. And if All right want, I'm
3: going to go in there because he, he like, already thinks I'm a dumbass, so I think that I can get away with
0: it. I wish
2: you luck. All right. Smooches He's got his –
0: He's got his feet kicked up on the desk. He's got Ricky the Rat cartoons up on his little CRT TV up in the corner. He's just laughing. He's got a little glass poured for himself. Looks over, flicks off the show. sits a little bit more straight. Rolls a cigarette from left to uh, cigar from left to right. Hey, uh, I said I'd call you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I caught you. Okay, look, I know this is really, really dumb. Uh. I accidentally transferred from the wrong account. Can we switch around accounts? Because I was supposed to transfer from the group account, and then I transferred from my own account, and then my own account is, um, if I transfer too much money, the my credit union will like block me, so
0: I, I just need to get transferred from the right account. Is that okay? I'm going to give you a two-tiered persuasion check here, so we're going to do DC 10 for minor success, DC 15 for success. Persuasion. Uh,
3: And I will use a hero dice. Fuck yeah, you will.
0: Let's do it. Uh, That is a 16
3: plus a
0: 16. That
3: is a 22.
0: Hero dice. He looks you up and down. He rolls that cigar over to the other side of his mouth again. He's just like, all right. All right, yeah. Here you go. And he uh, holds out his thumb. Pops it against your tablet, transfers the credits back to you, and... And... And, <laughs> and I'm...
3: My my jaw is going to split at the bottom, and I'm going to say, Now you weren't thinking about not showing up tomorrow, were
0: you? Roll intimidation. With advantage, because that's terrifying.
3: I need to remember you're terrifying. Uh, I will use another hero dice for this, because I'm not fair
0: It's just RP! Don't use a hero <laughs> dice on this! <laughs> Oh, oh that's a twenty two <laughs> um his cigar drops out of his mouth and he looks naked like it, he doesn't even look like the same person without the cigar in his mouth, but it just drops to his mouth he's like I, what what do you, what, what do you who who are you what do you what's going on I think I might hold on to these until we
3: meet tomorrow. Does that sound fair to you? Uh,
0: but uh, but uh, yeah, 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 no, I uh, let's just, let's just call it even just maybe I wasn't completely honest about being able to do anything and you probably shouldn't give me any credits anyways.
3: Ugh, you're funny, Clifford. You're real funny. And thank, I'm going I'm, I'm to take his Ricky rat bobblehead
0: and walk out. <laughs> Oh god, no! <laughs> 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 you walk out in, like slow motion. You flip your hair like you don't even have hair. You—he's <laughs> on his knees with his hands up to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm. I'm.
3: Yeah, I would definitely take the, the Ricky Rat bobblehead. I, I would it.
0: add that just straight to inventory. That is canon. Ricky Rat is absolutely a childhood favorite in this world. God yes okay I did I did the cool thing this episode
3: like if I if I roll all my other failing checks remind me that I took this Ricky Rat bobblehead and all will be saved
0: <laughs> absolutely I'll remind you I, that I, I kind used of up all my cool this
3: yeah yeah I'm gonna
0: die bury me with the Ricky Rat <laughs> so in like a cool Batman moment Zaldwin walks back out and you guys look back to Frankie. Uh, she's gone. <laughs> like you see, just a footprints in the snow um, away. But she's she's no longer there. But she has given you the address to her flat.
1: All right. So uh, did he fall for it?
3: Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> and I like shake Ricky Rat. And i like, he he just gave it to me.
1: What? You got the money and a bobblehead?
2: Yeah. Wow, really yeah. coming out on top, guys. That's pretty cool.
4: This has been a good day.
2: We have to yeah, that. brother.
4: Uh, well, should we head to her house, or are we gonna go to our lodgings for the night? Yeah. What do you guys uh, think?
3: W- when did she
0: say that uh, we we're supposed to meet up with her? I didn't listen.
4: Well, remember her saying <laughs> an exact time?
0: <laughs> she just said <laughs> whenever you're done with Clifford. Basically, she was like, "Fuck him. Come see me when you're done with that shit." Uh, I kind of want to do a little bit of chopping eye beforehand. Is that? Sound
2: all right without y'all? No, you want to do
1: what? I don't want to shop on this plate. Where you? There's nothing worth It's all crap here, Zaldwin.
2: They don't have any weapons or any tech.
1: Yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff don't that breaks two days after you buy it.
0: I will say, Shoot. to be fair, right now, anyone who would be distracted by this, that when you exit the district management offices, you're being straddled by the marketplace on one side, which is food, restaurants, things like that. And then there's Frozone Funland. On the left hand side and oh this is this is skiing this is snowboarding this is beautiful there's like uh winter themed like uh, uh, carousels there are like actually like refereed snowball fights going on there are like big abominable snowman type creatures like golems just kind of running around and playing with children almost like mascots like you might be distracted by the happiness that is happening to your east right now
3: y'all i might be really distracted by all the things happening to our
2: east right now (laughs) uh i don't know all that stuff looks pretty boring to me it's all fake snow Jane, I guess it's real snow, but I mean, it's...
0: I mean, I'm not real bad at snowboarding. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I don't know if you guys... Carl, honestly, like, you kind of got the look, like, with the shorts and, like, the kicks you got going on. Like, you sure you don't just want to do, like, a couple hills with me just real quick?
2: I'm not the most... Yeah, I mean, I guess
4: I could, but... Now, boys, we're here to talk to your mother and or
0: get the journals. And it but seems like we are a
4: slight timetable.
0: Oh man! Two weeks on the spaceship. I've played chess with Zaldwin like nineteen times, and he's so much yeah. better than me. I'm so bored. Yeah, how am I better than you? Are you supposed to be know. a kid
3: genius or something?
0: I'm. I'm pretty strong for a kid. Thank you very much. No, I said genius. I don't know if I'm a genius, but thank you. I appreciate that a lot. That means a I lot. I just assumed you were smart, just because I don't know the. Glasses? I don't know. I'm more ambitious than smart, but thank you.
4: All right. Well, boys, how about we go talk to Frankie, and then after we get everything sorted out, you guys can go to Winter Wonderland.
1: Look, I make it a point to not listen to anything below my kneecap, so we're going to this snow zone place.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... I I just want to have like a very tender moment doing like snow angels with Jaden or something, you know, like, I'm going to
1: snow I'm going to snowball
3: fight
0: until they kick me out. (laughs) Snow boulders at people.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You go into like defend mode and your arms are just a wall and then you
0: run and you snow plow the whole, like, give me a, yeah, just give me like four attack rolls just completely. I just want to know how good you did this, your snowball fight.
3: Ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Yeah, so 25, Oliver,
3: 16- like, Oliver, you, like, accidentally kill a kid. <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> no, I would say, actually, the way I want to play this is the kids love you, Oliver. Aw. You, uh, you kind of picked out that one kind of bully kid who was, like, packing him too tight and kind of, like picking on the little kids, and you just obliterate him with a snowball like the size of a snowman. And the kids just love you. Like, they're, like, coming up to you, and they're, like, touching your arms, and they're like, oh, my God, what the... who? You're so awesome! What the hell? What are these things? And they're just... They're in love with you.
1: Dope. I build giant snow things with my big, giant arms for
0: them before we leave. Aw. Aww. You see, uh, everyone, you see a kind of shitty snowman that (laughs) Oliver left behind. The size of a building. Uh, Jaden just kind of is like, hey, um, this is like, I'm not trying, I know we're like an adventuring party and heroes and yeah, we're like, I I get it. But like, could I just kind of hang out here for a little bit? Like, it's a little weird with my dad being gone and my mom and I think I just want to like, Maybe chill for a little bit. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, man. I think you like really overestimate what we are.
2: Right. (laughs) I mean, you guys are heroes. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I guess we did save Prosperity Bay.
0: Yeah, you just saved a whole planet, Oliver.
2: That was that was kind of by accident, though, boss. Like, Uh, well, but that doesn't change what happened. We are heroes now. I mean, are
1: yeah. Right. That's kind
4: of canceled by the fact that we tried to plant a nuke in an office building of a
0: corporation. That's also heroic. You did what?
1: Yeah. Nothing. We did nothing. What did you guys do? No,
0: no he was there. Didn't. Never mind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, go. Like, yeah, dude. Okay, do you, little guy? I mean, I'm there. I I've been really working on my spells and like. I've been really working on my fighting and I've been exercising a lot. So like I'm here. If there's a fight, I'm I'm right behind you guys. I'll do my best, but I just I just need a little break, if that's
1: okay. Yeah, for sure. We're yeah. totally gonna be like dead any day now. So that's have, terrifying. Why do you have talk fun? Like that? He says that and he's like, have fun and he like bop like bumps his shoulder like too hard a little like like go on ha- like fist bumps his shoulder and like knocks him over
0: i feel like there's this moment as you kind of like lean in where Jaden like kind of leans into you a little bit and then you bump him and he's like oh yeah yeah no yeah definitely i'll have fun yeah okay <laughs> guess yes sorry sorry uh here
3: uh uh I, I, I snuck away for a little bit but i i got you all these uh, and I don't know how, how you want to deduce this from my gold, um, but uh, while everybody was having fun, uh, Zalduin went and got everybody gifts from the like shitty gift market. Um, I need you
0: to describe what gift you got for who.
3: Yep. So first, I'm gonna start off with Jaden. I got definitely got him a sweater that says like hat, hat says Jaden on it. It's it's probably like a like a gumball machine that you like puts your quarters in and you press a button and you type in the name and it like prints like a generic Jaden sweatshirt, you know, for you. Um, he tears I up. I most I most certainly got Oliver giant gloves. Like giant knit gloves for even his hands, even gianter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mittens even. Um, for Carl, I got really long socks because I saw that his legs were uncovered, and I imagined that they would be cold. Uh, and for uh Nivitz, I I got a like very very long scarf that probably drags uh
2: behind him. Inspiration to Austin for the thought out gifts, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, thanks for the socks, Grandpa! I throw them in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like
4: them. just grabs the scarf and then just like literally holding a third of it like, and it's the size of his body. And just like looking at it up and down. Just like, this This is absolutely ridiculous.
3: Zelda <laughs> like grabs the end and starts running in circles around
0: Pozu to like wrap him up.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks really great.
3: Now, I want you um, to stay warm, okay?
0: Like a million bucks. Per the uh, item sheet that I gave you guys, um, I'm going to say Jaden, because he's a rich kid, in case you guys didn't get that. Uh, no. Going to give Zaldwin, I think, a communicator and uh, basically link up with your tablets, whatever you guys have, um, so that you guys can communicate directly and call each other. Wow.
2: Okay. That was very so
0: nice. you guys can call Jaden when you need to, and he's a level five fucking cleric. I know he's a little dweeby, but just keep in mind he's a he's not weak. So um he's gonna go be a kid, though. I understand he's the same age as Carl, but still uh, needs to has a little bit more need to play in the snow than Carl does. Right?
3: Uh, can can Zeldwin beckon him to to? Cast a level one healing spell for me, just for funsies. Yeah, he does. On who? Uh, m- Me. I just need Hermes to record
0: it. <laughs> oh, the metagaming. <laughs> oh, I hate it. My heart. <laughs> My heart hurts. Wow. Okay, he will cast cure wounds. On Do you. I notice that that's what he's doing? Roll Perception. It's important. Hermes is there. You guys have, Carl, this is something I want to talk about. I want to talk about this real quick. Carl, the conspiracy theorist, there is a camera floating around you guys at all times.
2: Yeah, I know. I I just
0: want you to make sure that you keep that in mind.
2: So I got an 11 perception. Probably
0: not the greatest perception check in my life. I'd say no. You don't notice Hermes, but Hermes does record, absorb, there's some processing that happens, and yeah.
4: I think we're heading to Frankie's place. Yeah. I think so.
0: Yep. Okay. So you guys follow the um, the little sheet of paper. You go into the housing district of the Lodge Eighteen, and it's it's not quite the same scene. So you guys were somewhere where there was, you know, kind of fake snow and merriment and music playing. You had the high ceilings and the beautiful decorations and all of that. Um, And you enter the housing and you can still see up above the ceilings, but it's kind of like obscured by just like a dim uh, fog. Almost there's a lot of people kind of out you know, cooking on their front doorstep. There's a lot of children playing. They look like they're not, you know, clothed as well as they should be for the cold that you guys are feeling. Um, the the housing is very much, you know, beaten down and run down. And there are, you know, a lot of people outside talking. Uh, it's the kind of place where, as opposed to where you were, where you would have been completely comfortable. Uh, this place kind of makes you, you know, pat your pockets, you know, a few times, just as people are kind of staring at you as you walk down the streets, you find Frankie's flat and you knock and she opens the door and it's the same woman. Uh, she's still very well put together, uh, the same trench coat and fedora. She's got very, you know, sharp features and the, the brunette hair that kind of shows underneath the, the trench coat. That was uh, that was quick. You guys come to your senses with uh, Chief Clifford. I see. Yeah, dude. He gave us
1: back our money, no problem. He even gave us a bobblehead. He, he is goes a... Other
0: sh- and holds it out. <laughs> feckless piece of shit. That man is everything wrong with the lodge. Uh, she looks you up and down, and she opens the door, and she allows you in. And the scene that you see is a little bit disconcerting at first it looks a little like a crazy person lives here there is a conspiracy wall or maybe Carl you probably would be right at home here there's a you know a big wall with uh different photos and new clippings with red twine there's just uh kind of takeout boxes of food piled high in the corner there's an ashtray that's just overflowing with cigarette butts and she, uh, she, she lets you in, and she's pacing back and forth, and she just says, "Well, uh, you guys want to get into the upper levels, right?" Oh yeah, All right. Well, the yeah. there's something going on in Lodge 18, and I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, and I'm not gonna take any more bullshit excuses. I'm not gonna take any more memos from these assholes and if you guys help me get to the bottom of this shit i'll help you i'll pull the strings that i can pull i will get you into the upper levels and she shows you her the the as i mentioned before the board that she has with the red twine and the pictures and everything pinned and she points to a picture of a a human woman and she says this is savannah and just last week, Savannah was murdered right here, right in Frozone, Funland 18, Lodge 18. This woman was killed, and they're trying to pin it on some ex-husband, and there's no way he did it. And she um runs up to a laptop that she has set up, and she plugs in a little data strip, and she pulls up some security footage, and she she runs through... Uh, let's you guys see it as she's going. And there's this uh, what you see is a cloaked figure walk in through the snow. Uh, there is a woman that resembles the picture of Savannah that you see on this board pacing back and forth. And he the the security footage goes gray, it, it, like fuzz uh, snow, so to speak. Right. It, it goes all fuzzy. And she says and uh, she shows you a picture of an orc. And at the bottom of the picture is written Bjornsson Skulldust. And she says, this is who they're blaming this on. And she rewinds the footage a little bit and she shows you the cloaked figure. And she says, there's no way that that's that man. Uh, everyone roll perception for me.
2: Carl got a, four.
0: oh. uh, it's a 14 for Zelda. Hmm.
4: Uh, Nivitz rolled a crit again. Have you not crit tonight? Yes, I have. I I didn't. Uh, what was the insight? I failed that earlier.
0: Yeah. So you definitely see what Frankie is saying, that this figure does not look to be orcish. It doesn't look to be built the right way. And even through the grainy kind of security camera footage, it doesn't it just doesn't look right. Uh, and she describes what has happened to you. So. uh Savannah was found murdered in frozen funland where you guys were just playing in when frankie came onto the scene to investigate the murder uh she started to find some things very wrong uh vanwell moonshade who is the ceo of the sojourn personally came down from his high tower and was involved with uh, showing them the scene of this crime, which blew Frankie's mind. She has never seen this person before. I mean, he is a legend. He is a he. He owns the the whole place essentially, uh, and she could tell that who they were pinning this crime on Bjornson Skulldust, who is the ex-husband of Savannah's wife Carrie. So Savannah and Carrie are, were married. Savannah was killed, and they blamed it on Carrie's ex-husband, Bjornsson, uh, claiming that it was a scorned lover situation. But as you can see from the footage, uh, Nivitz especially, it does not appear to have been him. Uh, and Frankie was essentially told to stop investigating it. That uh, case closed. Uh, it was Bjornsen. Bjornsson is not able to be found uh they're not able to find this person and they are considering it to be they put out a bounty for bjornson and they're calling it a day but frankie does not believe that bjornson killed savannah and she's not willing to let up on uh, the case She uh, describes to you a frustration with just the system in general. She knows something's going on. She knows that Clifford's pockets were lined in some case, and she has had enough. She's been working as a detective here for her whole life. Um, She worked her way up from security to a detective, and she's just not willing to let this one go. And as you heard, she just got fired over it. Uh, and she wants your help to find out what happened to Savannah because she doesn't believe that it was Bjornsson. Um, and she has been since she has been fired. She is no longer official, and she is looking for your help as outsiders to help her investigate.
4: Hmm. Can Nivet study the film and try to get like uh get a rough idea about how the the height of the kind of figure is in the video
0: yeah i um actually have a holotape of the crime scene if you guys would like to investigate that yeah okay and she hands out some vr goggles to everybody and boots it up and you guys are now in the kind of like the the works the maintenance side of the Frozen funland kind of behind the scenes where the gears are where the snow blowers are things like that um and you see everything's a little fake in the hollow tape. Um, it doesn't quite look real. So picture it kind of like being like a a 3D video game almost that you're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. Zelda is going to look for what exactly like the wounds are on the body. Roll investigation.
3: <clears throat> that is a 19.
0: Um, so as you you kneel over this crumpled body of this woman. You find that it appears to be, based on your investigation of 19, uh, a blow to the back of the head. Hmm.
3: Uh, Does it look like a, um, I don't know, like describe the, the, is there any kind of other description of the wound? Does it look like it was like a bar? Does it look like it was like a...
0: You'll have to roll medicine for that.
3: Okay, Uh, I will go ahead and do that. That is a 12.
0: It's a little bit messy, sadly. Um, so looking at this portrait of the woman versus the body you see in front of you, Zalduin, I think you'd have a little bit trouble separating the human from the virtual representation you're seeing. Um, but it just looks like a mess. It looks like her, the back of her head was just smashed.
3: Uh, would I be able to like assume that it was like If it was smashed big, can I assume that it was a big smash? You know, like, this wasn't, like, a screwdriver in the back of the head. You know, like, this was... No,
0: blunt. Some sort of blunt weapon or something to that effect.
3: Um, What about the footprints leading up to uh, the scuffle? And was there actually a scuffle or was it, like, hit and run, basically?
0: beautiful uh ron roll a everybody give me either a investigation or a survival check i got a 16 so oliver i, I think it's gonna kind of 21 oliver i think that you would notice that um, th- there are two pairs of footprints um one looks like it was pacing back and forth back and forth Back and forth. Uh, and you would place these as savannas. Based where her body is laying. The other footprints. Just a straight shot. And um, with your check of 18. I will say they're wider. Than a walk would be. So it looks like someone ran up on her.
1: Uh, whoever killed this lady. Was fucking running. Not walking. And uh, she was definitely pacing. Whether I don't know. Watching a kid or what? But she was definitely pacing.
0: Nivets, with your investigation check, it looks like her pockets and her things have been gone through. So you can't physically interact with this, but just looking at the scene, it looks like she was searched, looted, so to speak.
4: Hmm. It appears they've ravaged their pockets looking for something, or maybe it might even be uh, used as to throw us off.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh. so you said she got hit in the back of it oh. but how is her body like is she laying on her front or her back or her side
0: yeah i will say that she is laying on her stomach face down with a nasty wound to the back of her head um i'll use your investigation check of 16 for that normally i do medicine but for this um based on what you what your friends have described it looks like she didn't see whatever happened coming and that that's what took her out.
3: Based on how based on how Oliver filmed the, the, the prints are the pacing prints parallel to the, the running prints
0: perpendicular.
3: Okay. So if she was pacing per, uh, parallel to the runner, um she would have seen the person coming which means that she would have been more familiar with them but since they're perpendicular i don't really know i mean she would be turning as she paced right that's that's not necessarily guaranteed that she saw them running up um give
0: me like a dc 15 insight on that
3: uh i'm gonna use another hero dice oh how many you have left okay I mean, we, we leveled up, so I, I have, like, nine that I'm getting rid
0: of, right? You did level up, that's right. Uh, Austin, based on the line yeah. of questioning that you're giving me, I mm. she did not see what happened to her. Based on your extrapolation of Heavy Arm's description and Nivitz's description and what you're seeing, you don't believe she saw what happened. You think it was okay. quick.
3: Um... The footprints are in the snow, though, right? Correct. So maybe we have to assume that they're using some sort of spell to get rid of the crunching of footprints, you know? Like, maybe, like, a silence or something. So somebody who knows something about magic or maybe has some, like, special boots that make them
0: quiet. That's a fair... I mean, it would have to be someone extremely quick, extremely stealthy. Or modified by some sort of essence magic.
4: Hmm. Seems more more and more definitely that it was not the ex husband, in my opinion. Because normally in a lover's bat, you would think there would at least be some sort of confrontation, not just a bludgeon from behind. Yeah, it it, it would
3: be. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like, if if they were fighting, there would be some sort of conversation that would happen.
4: Yeah, not this blitz attack from behind. More and more, I I definitely agree. I do not think it was this Bajoranson.
0: So as you take off your goggles and you're back with Frankie, she's like, so fucking bullshit, right? I do concur. I do not think it was the ex-husband. So why are they covering this up? What's what's the deal? What else am I going to do if not investigate what happened to this poor girl? What What did she know?
1: Yeah, what the boss said. What do you know about Savannah?
0: She's a computer scientist. Her and her wife, Carrie, they both work for the sojourn. Carrie's third generation. She's been working here her whole life. No no marks. No marks against either of them. No write-ups, model citizens. I'm not even a model citizen. <laughs> and this this poor girl, first generation. She came here. She Savannah, she came here. She chose to work here. She got married to this Carrie, she took on Carrie's stepson. And they're working together to free themselves from the yoke of this, the, the S-Bucks and the the Sojourn Mega Corporation. Savannah turns up dead, and we're just going to blame it on an ex-husband? It's bullshit. You saw what happened. There's no way that's what happened. Well, I don't Literally. know what
1: happens in Fantasyland, but down in the slums where I come from. You can be the most loyal thug on the block, but you know the wrong thing, or try to get out of the game, and you end up dust.
3: Yeah what what was Savannah? If she's first generation, what was she? Uh, wh- where was she coming from? Do you
0: know? I don't. I don't know that.
3: Okay. And I, what, what, what kind of computer science are we talking about? Analytics here? Or are we talking about you know, life support systems? What kind of branch?
0: Yeah, I mean she. I think she just worked out bugs in the in the sojourn system. I, I I don't know too much about computers. I I uh I tend to I tend to keep it close to the hip and she she pats her side and you see the outline of like a revolver. And she's like I I'm a little old fashioned myself, but I assume that she just kinda was more of a, a generalist. I, I don't really know much about it. Here's what I do know. And she refers you to her conspiracy board. The evidence that has been used against Savannah is uh, she was found in Bay four o five three on security footage where she was not permitted to be. And Bay five o four o five three Bay four o five three is a level is in the actual cryogenic facilities. So uh, they believe that she was up to something, whatever that might be, corporate espionage, working with the Rooks, whatever that might be. Uh, Part of what is being written off about her is that she was caught on security footage where she was not supposed to be. Uh, Vanwell Moonshade, who is the CEO of the Sojourn, personally showed Frankie the security footage of Savannah, quote unquote, infiltrating... Bay 4053. Um, Farlin Colburn, who is the proprietor of Lodge 18's Perth, which is the inn, also reported that Savannah was staying there. That is another lead that they have. Uh, Bjornson Skoldus worked for Representative Skilla, who is a yawn T, the representative of the Port Authority for Lodge 18. in <laughs> For our listeners at home, someone is drawing lines between everything, and it's working out exactly how I wanted it to. This is how I want everything to look. Um, representative Scalette is the Port Authority representative of Lodge 18, and Bjornson worked for him. So Bjornson did work for the Port Authority. Um, And basically what uh, Frankie has done is put all of her leads on this board. She, before being fired for pushing this, believe that she should talk to Farland, believe that she should figure out what happened at Bay 4053. She believed that she should figure out what happened to Bjornsson because he's disappeared. He did not show up for questioning. He's, a bounty has been put out. As far as they're concerned, that's who did it. They should talk to Representative Skilla to see what is going on there. Uh, they believe that they should search these locations where things have gone down. And then also... Um, Frankie believes you should look into the financial records of those involved because this is not the credit standard, right? So in the Sojourn, people are paid with S bucks, which is uh, going to be trackable. Whereas the credit standard, is impenetrable for most by most standards. Uh, she believes that she 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 can get into the financial rep records of. Representative Skilla of Farland Colburn of bjornson's called of Carrie even um and also on the board would be James who is the son bjornson and Carrie's son is James uh Savannah and Carrie so Savannah is James's stepmother is this too complicated
3: um I just have some uh, some, some I, I just have some questions uh yeah. one like J- j- just because you moved through some things pretty fast, so uh, Rep Skilla is Rep Skilla is the Port Authority representative here
0: in Lodge eighteen. Yes. Okay, in Lodge eighteen,
3: uh, and Bjornsson work works for the them.
0: Correct. Still works for them. Okay. He's missing, but yes, he works for them.
3: And uh, Savannah was staying at the hearth. You said.
0: Arlen Colburn, who is the proprietor of Lodge 18's hearth, because there's 50 hearths, right? So Lodge 18's hearths. Farlin is the proprietor, and he reported Savannah was staying there to the district management offices. So he basically said, hey, this person that you're looking for information on was staying here. Sorry,
3: I'm writing everything by hand, so I'm... I'm trying to like track everything. Um I'm does uh Frankie know why Savannah wasn't staying with Kari? Carrie?
0: He doesn't. That's one of the that's one of the things she needs to understand.
3: Okay, so I think before we get associated with Port Authority, we should probably go talk to uh Carrie, um try to see if like, you know, like where their kind of timeline of everything was and then also like get kind of a a feel for them and get a feel for like what they may be willing to tell us and what they won't be able willing to tell us um and then we can make some like reductive reason or like deductive reasoning from there like okay what will they not tell
0: us and then how do we kind of work backwards from there Frankie just nods earnestly. <clears throat> yeah, I look, I got your back in every way that I can. I know most of the corners of this place. If you need in anywhere, I've got you. I just you got to take point on this, you know what I mean? A- absolutely, Frankie.
4: Um
0: I I know kind of line is
3: ain't really your thing. Um considering you're trying to do everything by the books, but is there any way that we could uh kind of get a back door into some places around here.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking? Uh,
3: Anything that'll help us, you know, even just like literally open some doors or some kind of contacts to talk to, to kind of move around this place without, you know, getting smelled out a little too much.
0: Look, I, I've been working this place for 14 years and she pulls a feather out of her fedora and she hands it to you. And she says, look, Most people around here, you show them this, you say, I'm friends with Frankie, they're going to help you. And the people that don't, they're hiding something anyways. You know what I mean? That's good enough for me, Frankie. Thank you.
4: Hmm. So Frankie, do you know where we might be able to get a hold of Carrie's and Savannah's uh, bank statements, their SBUC accounts? See if we can track down an actual purchase for the stay at the hearth.
0: I've actually been kind of working this guy down at district management offices. His name's Bobby. You know, he's kind of got a thing for me. If I was working there, he could definitely get me access to the records. But you know, if you guys could persuade him,
4: good. That that'll probably help a lot with this investigation.
0: Sure. Yeah. I I got nothing to lose, man. All right. I guess let's head out. She uh, nods and she lights up another cigarette and she sits down on her couch and looks up at her board of pictures and news clips and red twine and nods to you guys as you walk out. Where are you guys heading? Well, that would be the uh, first thing
4: we should actually talk to each other about. Where should we go? Do we want to talk to the wife? Uh, follow the money? I I'm down
3: to... Okay, here's maybe one thing. If we can get carrie's records as well and then if there's anything on carrie's money records that we can point to like not like that we can know and then if we ask carrie about it and she denies it or like you know anything like that we know that she's not necessarily going to tell us everything so i think maybe getting the information first so that that can act as like a a little bit of a, a test for us to see like you know, will Carrie be a willing kind of contributor to, to the investigation? Or are there things that Carrie is trying to hide as well? Because we don't know if Carrie, like, knows things or doesn't know things. So we should probably get that information first, just so that it can act as a metric that we can measure uh, her against.
2: So
4: we want to go to Bobby, eh? Yeah, sounds like it. What's and sorry Carl for thinking? the listeners,
3: I'm, I'm going to not RP some of my reasoning because... Thinking this hard and then also, like, speaking in an accent and everything is going to be painful. So,
4: bear with me. So, what's Carl's thinking along these lines?
2: It makes perfect sense to me. I completely agree. We should have the data to back up what we say. And it could guide, help guide our
0: questions, probably. Okay. You guys enter the district management offices. You ring the little bell. Um, How <laughs> Clifford, many times do we ring it? <laughs> roll a d20 for me, Zalduin. You specifically. Yes.
3: Three. Oh. That is a three. That is a nice three. A charming three.
0: <laughs> it, ding, ding, ding. And a woman. Uh, you see Clifford kind of peek around and see you guys, like, uh, pull back and shut his door. A uh, woman comes out like, hey, uh, how can I help you guys?
3: Uh, We are looking for a uh, man named
0: Bobby. Oh, yeah, with the counts?
3: Yeah, yeah. We just got a... Uh, uh, he ordered some carry out and it's going to be a little later than he expected.
0: Oh, okay. Uh yeah, he's he's down in uh, uh suite 17. All right, thank you, dear. Absolutely, honey. You guys head down the hallway to uh a little door that says, you know, Bobby and uh, 17 and you open the door and there's a portly little dwarf sitting there and he is typing away. And there's a big, you know, several screens surrounding him. And he stops. He looks up and is like, "Uh, who, 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 who are you guys?" Uh, let's just
2: say we're friends with Frankie.
0: Frank? Frankie? She doesn't work here anymore. I. They told me not to t- talk to her anymore.
2: Well, she's not here, is she?
0: No. Well, why are you here? Uh, um, do you uh, it walks up and go for
2: it. <laughs> is like,
4: "Well, to be honest, keep this on the download. We're doing a little side investigating."
0: Oh, I, I don't know, that. no, no. This is
4: this is some no. I'd show you my badge, but I'd have to kill you, kind of stuff.
0: Whoa,
4: but kill so, me. So, so it's, it's, hey, you don't want to see the badge, do you? Now, no, see?
0: no. Please don't show me the badge.
4: Well, see, then we're going to need your help here. See, we're, we need to look um, into some financial records.
0: Oh, can I see your authorizations? Are you sure you really want to see them? Roll persuasion or deception. Roll deception. This is deception. Absolutely deception. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I didn't I, ask
4: about a Eurodice huh? I hand.
0: What, I, what, I can't. What are you guys? What's going on? Is this a prank? No. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a prank. It's you a prank. Guys, it's my no, birthday. Wait. I didn't know anyone remembered it. it was yeah, my happy birthday. birthday,
1: man! All this stuff's making my head hurt. Hey, little, if you don't I tell us what you. we want to know, I'm gonna break your legs and put them in oh your my mouth. God. Oh, oh so let's oh, give man. us these records before I get oh, real angry and stuff your computer uh, screens down your pants.
3: Another prank, right? T- too many people expect, you know, a stripper in the cake or whatnot. The, the new prank is threatening people's lives, apparently. Intimidation. is with... a funny prank. It's a very funny prank.
0: Just intimidation.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm using a hero dice with this. I've never used one before.
3: Nice. I
0: oh okay um okay. Why please please don't hurt me. I hey, what do you what what do you want to know? Awesome.
1: Tell them what you want, boys.
2: We're gonna need printouts oh. on the financial data of these locals here. I handed the names on the from the board: Carrie, Savannah, Farland, Bjornson. You said that Vanwell and Rep Skilla were probably out of question, but I'll put him on the list just to see what he does. He seems pretty scared.
0: (laughs) Um, okay. I, uh, okay. And he starts, uh, he starts typing away. Also, you're done with this. We're going to need you to,
2: uh, validate our parking on our ship. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're from accounts, right? They said you'd do that up at the desk.
0: Accounts payable. I'm accounts payable. I'm not. I can't. Please don't hurt me.
2: Well, maybe you can just refer us to the correct person to get free parking then.
1: And look, when we leave here, this never happened. We never had this conversation. And no, if you're yeah, working, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, 100%. That's,
2: it's I'm, a really important part of the prank.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nope. Cool. Good.
1: Glad we're on the same page.
4: Uh, can you get us the records on Clifford over there? Just want to make sure he's on the up and up as well.
0: So he prints out the records of Clifford, Farland, Carrie, Representative Skilla, Bjornsson. He is not able to access the records of Vanwell Moonshade. And he hands you a stack of papers. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about
2: this kid, Uh, James? He doesn't have a financial account?
0: Uh, okay, yep. And he, it's like half a page long and it's like two or three like very small deposits.
3: Okay, but that would have
0: been sick if he had, like, a
3: 20,000 credit deposit, yeah. and it was like, oh, that's where they put the money. That's you know, exactly
2: like... what I was thinking. I was like, we gotta get his account. Yeah. Never um, know sick freaks using a kid's account.
3: Also, we did something really, really stupid, y'all. Oh, what was it this time? <laughs> we we forgot to ask when Savannah was killed. Oh! That is a good question. Can can we ret, right. can I retcon ask uh when Savannah was killed? It was seven days ago. Seven
4: to be fair, ago. I think we okay, could have found so, out when she died when all the purchases and the you know, income stopped yeah. going into the account.
2: Ooh, or will we? Maybe that someone oh, the accounts. True. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, so are we, we heading out of here then? Yeah, Bobby, it's been nice doing business with you. And This was terrible.
0: I have to pee really bad, though.
2: Just remember that you got pranked for your birthday.
0: This is pretty yeah. much the worst birthday I've ever had. Great birthday. No, no, it was pretty terrible. Is there any way we can make it up to you? Um, No. Uh,
1: pretty sure it was great, I, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah, Today's great. Great.
0: great. That's what it I was thought. great. Yep. Awesome. Great birthday.
3: Oh, Absolutely. I I'm going to give him... Uh, let's see. What can I give him? I want to give him something for his birthday. Uh, Ricky Rat. No, no.
0: <laughs> hands get, off Ricky uh, Rat no, Rat's that's, mine.
3: that's gotta I'm go gonna, on the bridge. I'm gonna give him my hammer. I have a hammer, I'm gonna give it to him.
0: Oh, thanks. This is
4: this is oh, nice. It's a gift and a threat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, you y- 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 you got to be careful with this, okay? This will, you know, I hear people are getting hit. You got to protect
0: yourself with this hammer. So you guys have uh, the printouts of the statements for Clifford, Farlin, Carey, Representative Skilla, and Bjornsson. You have a Savannah s- fat stack of papers. Oh, Savannah too. And you have a fat stack of papers and... You are leaving the district management offices. Okay. And as you are walking out of the office, um, the lights flicker a little bit. um, And you hear over the the kind of festive, Christmassy type music stops playing for a second. And you hear over the speakers just for a brief moment. And then the music starts again. And you see everyone walking down the streets just kind of, like, look at each other and, like, take a brief pause and then just keep going about their day.
2: Hmm. That was rather odd. Yeah. Especially considering that was the second time that's happened to me. Oh? Yeah, that's why I asked if you had a kid, If it's Huh. I was doing my show and that person called me. Speaking of getting pranked, I mean, either we're getting... Hardcore prank or something really weird's going on with that.
4: Hmm. Well, we can try to figure that out later. But let's go pour over these records. Yeah, one enemy at a time, right? I suppose so.
0: All right. Let's go ahead and stop for this week there. Uh... This is super exciting. My first murder mystery I've ever written, and I'm really excited about it. It's a lot of fun for me to see kind of like the top level and see you guys kind of working through it. So uh, excited to see where this goes. Um, Guys, we have a we're getting about 20 to 30 listeners a day. And I know that the rule is don't call out your lurkers. I'm going to break the rule and say if you're listening, I'm talking to you specifically give us a like on Twitter give us a like on Facebook uh, leave us a message leave us a comment your feedback is super duper important for us to continue to improve and we really appreciate you guys listening and we'd really like to hear from you um otherwise guys check us out on the homebrewpodcast.com has links to everything you could ever need to interact with us it has all our lore all of our episodes all of our links all that fun stuff and um Checks out. We're doing some Twitter giveaways pretty occasionally here, and it's going to keep ramping up. But either way, thank you so much for coming, and we will see you next time on the homebrew for episode 10. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Episode 10. Holy shit.